Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Junks are presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Coming up in less than 20 minutes, the 720, we'll be joined by Clark Judge. Award-winning NFL football writer, Hall of Fame voter. He's one of our first guests ever, wasn't he? Wasn't uh, Clark Judge one of our first guests? You would have to ask JP. Yeah, He's I used to book him all the time. That makes sense. Mike DeCour- My guys were Mike DeCourcy, yep. uh, Clark Judge, uh, Steve Politti. Steve P- Scritty Politti, <laughs> yep. Um, those are my guys. Yeah. Very good. I think I our both. first guest ever was Corey Raymer. Mm. What about the <laughs> what about the running back from um, was he at TCU? We had a running back back in the day from T, maybe TCU okay. or SMU. Do you remember that? He got drafted you mean by a phoner. Who? Yeah, a yeah. Phoner? I mean, we used to do, we did the Barber brothers, but when they were at yeah. UVA, yeah, we had them both on the phone you, before the draft. That? I thought I thought you had that in the book. We were so geeky. I mean, I probably do. The running back I remember that we had McCoy, at some point, Leland McElroy. That's who I'm thinking of. From Texas yeah. A&M. Oh, that's from A&M. Th- that's yeah. who you're thinking of. We booked yeah, him, we him probably 20-some years ago. I thought he was one of our first, <laughs> yeah. Leland McElroy. Probably in the first year when we were doing weekends. Yeah. I thought oh, I like, remember having Leland McElroy. Yeah. He was a big deal. He yeah. was a good player. And we had the Barber Twins on when they were kids. Mm-hmm. We're old. Yeah, we're <laughs> 53 years old. We I that's why old. I, I don't look at mirrors anymore. <laughs> It's probably not the probably a, a good move by you. I mean, think about it. Probably my, solid. My birthday's coming up. Just laying that hint to y'all yeah. for your gifts that y'all are gonna <laughs> yeah. get me. Yeah, so many B- gifts. My birthday's coming up, and uh, man, I'm getting close to sixty, dude. Fifty mm-hmm. four, pretty close. I mean, I'm closer to fifty than I am sixty, but not much longer. And they're going quicker yeah. every year. You're, you're gonna be right on that dividing line soon. So I did watch. I actually thought of JP because for whatever <clears throat> reason, when I see Sly Stallone, I think of JP now because right. JP met him and interviewed him and. <laughs> And then lost his fight because Sly told him to go in there and hit him first. <laughs> Not just that. I also trained for seven weeks hey, and JP, fought somebody I've been doing for two yeah, years. You could have beaten that first. guy if you had stayed with your technique. I actually really think you could have beaten him, but you just botched it. Um, if you could have lasted one more second and gotten to the stool, JP. <laughs> Believe me, I was in your corner. Um, but I saw some – actually, I think I watched the whole Sly documentary. Did you guys watch it? I did. No chance. And – 
slides. He's reflecting on his career. He's so he's a really smart guy. Yeah, and he looks so dumb. He plays such a dumb guy, and I know that's the bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and obviously, and I actually think actors have to be really smart. Definitely. I mean, I know even when I do my commercials or anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm so bad at it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it takes hours. And I'm so bad. Um, but anyway, but Sly said this, Jason. The reason why I'm bringing this up mm-hmm. is. Like life, he gave a couple examples of life, and it really resonated with me. He says, you know when you're like on a train and you're going somewhere and you just see pictures like of the of the lakes or the mountains you're going by? Yeah, like the landscape. You're on passing. a train, yeah. right? And you just see, and it's just these images just fly yeah. by. He says, that's life. You're on a train, right? And it's just, it's just flying by. Right. And also, somebody else gave an example. And it's like, I agree it, with that. Once you hit a certain age, like in your 40s, you're going down a current, and it's getting faster and faster and faster and faster. Yeah. Life. I totally agree with that. Yeah. But it's totally what life is. No. Um, but, but Sly, really, I really was blown away with, because, the, you know, with the steroids and all the skin work <laughs> and everything, you know, you just think of him as a doofus. He's really brilliant. He's really, he's wrote really all these parts for himself. He's he started three different franchises. Yeah, that was yeah. maybe no, the most impressive nobody thing. Nobody does that. No, I agree. I nobody agree. stars in Rocky like, franchise, Rambo. Rambo, and then the Expendables. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and he, it, he started the Expendables. That was his bit. Yeah, I think so. Smart dude. Because I mean, I would never go watch like, one of those movies, but I know they made I, a lot of money. But it was. I know brilliant. they make a ton of money. It was brilliant. Yeah. And Smart. he. I mean, he writes all these things. Nobody was given a part, so he wrote them for himself. And he kind of said, look, he tried he tried to do other roles for a while. I think he did a musical. <laughs> he did that stuff, and yeah, it failed. just wasn't working out. So right. then he just started writing his own stuff again. Yeah. And I, they're just, he's just brilliant. So props to him. Hey, maybe he can write a role for Ron Rivera, who's trying to have his, what, third act in the NFL? Fourth I act? I, I am stunned Yeah, give me an update interested. on this. He well, already had the interview, or is he going to interview? I think they announced they're about to interview him, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm stunned as well. I thought I thought that he was not going to. I thought he'd ride off in the sunset, play golf. But you know, props <laughs> to him. He wants to work. And if you look at his defensive coordinator resume, we've been talking about Eric Bieniemy's resume. So you have to look at when was he a defensive coordinator? Well, it's been years because he's been a head coach mm-hmm. for what 13 straight seasons mm-hmm. with the Carolina Panthers and now the Commanders, but. The last time he was a defensive coordinator, he had the number one defense in the league. But again, that was 2010. Like, a lot of things have changed in the league since 2010. I understand, but he may be able to say, hey, I got away from coaching. I became kind of an administrator. Mm-hmm. I delegated everything out. I want to get back to coaching, and this is what I can do. Well, if you're a Commanders fan, you want him to land in <laughs> Philadelphia, especially if the defense looked anything like this Commanders defense looked Especially down the stretch of the season. One thing I You're noticed begging for that to happen. Watching the games this weekend, and we talked about it a little bit throughout the season, but particularly here with Washington and watching the league, they need linebackers bad. Yeah. Because linebackers were just making plays all over the field in all of these games. The Ravens have a couple of great linebackers, 49ers, um Warner and Greenlaw, really. Warner great. Greenlaw, I mean the interceptions that wins them the game. Um, By the way, Adam even Peters, Tampa, Adam Peters helped draft those two guys yeah, middle rounds. Even mm-hmm. Tampa, who lost, had linebackers making plays. I'm like, man. So yeah. By the way, they, they, the, the people that think that that is a dying position. Well, you also need. I don't agree with it. You need depth. 
And it, this team just had no depth, especially in the secondary. If you're Ron, you're you're going to have limited options coming off the disaster here in Washington. But if I'm him, I'm going to look at that Eagles defense and be like, maybe I can find a better spot. Now he'll probably except just, they have talent. They do, they didn't that, live like up that, to the talent this that year. Team was getting lit on fire defensively. Yeah, d- yeah. down the stretch. But it's a little weird because especially the secondary. It, it, I could was bad. I could punch up the numbers, but 2022 versus 2023. They like dropped in sacks, like thirty sacks, right? And well, it was mostly di- the same guys, they except they added Jalen Carter. Yeah, but they're, they lost they're older. To San Francisco, they lost Hargrave, that was a big but loss. They, like Cox is older. Mm-hmm. They've got Bradbury's older, and he wasn't very good. Um, I was listening to somebody talk about how many guys won't be back from from that defense, either for just cutting them or you know just contracts expired. So they, they've got some issues too defensively. I would just be shocked if Rivera was the guy that they chose. I would be shocked, but he's on he's on the interview circuit. I know, but doesn't mean he's the favorite. No, certainly not. <coughs> no, and I haven't heard any other teams that might be interested or going to have. No, but him there in have for an been interview. rumblings. I mean, if you actually typed in Ron Rivera's name, like in it, like uh, Twitter, or whatever, and you see, I mean, a lot of fans they clamor for him. They like. Well, they're like, yeah, we should interview him for DC. He should replace some. some you know. Who cares if fans are clamoring for him? I agree. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But there is a perception that he's like some sort of like real coach. Hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Best of luck to those teams that are bringing him in. Yeah, if he's they ultimately so under, decide he's on, so on hiring underwhelming him. here, there's got to be a certain amount of respect for him if he's getting. I know everybody likes him. Everybody likes him. He's in the. Is he's in the. He's part of the good old boy, uh, you know, network, right? Mm-hmm. He just is. Are the? Is it a? Is it a? Oh, we feel bad for Ron. Let's bring him in. Or is he no. think it's a real legit interview? Well, if interview. you think about it, it's got to be legit. There's no way that. Why would the Eagles care about Rivera? Like, right. A lot of these why teams they, they don't time? necessarily know what's going on in your city, but they just know. Hey, he was a he was a former head coach. Right. He's been a former coordinator. Of course he'd be great, right? If you think about it, if you if you could bring in a former head coach as a coordinator, you think you're doing pretty good. A lot of times, just like without yeah, I guess without you feel examining like that, it, that it's like a, a mini coup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same reason Jack Del Rio got a gig here. <laughs> See how that turned out. Coordinator. Well, except that Jack Del Rio has been a DC for years yeah. and years and years and years. He hasn't been a DC. But Ron for- Rivera had been 2010. Okay, that's what. But he's been a head years. coach. Understood, but. Even the He's last aware years, of what's going on. I agree to an extent. For the last four years, he hadn't even coached. He admitted it. He'd been working on uh, name changes and, yeah, and he was a manager, right. administration. A manager. I feel like those were excuses. Those Eagles went from seventy sacks to forty-three. Yeah, they had I think it's actually a good spot to take over because now the bar is low and you can improve them. Right. I would always we'll do see that. Yeah, that's my. I argument. would agree. I just don't think Ron would be the guy to do it. That's my argument why I would take this job over, say, the Chargers. You're pressure. You're you're pressured to win right away with the Chargers because the perception is is that Justin Herbert is a top tier quarterback, and you yeah, should be able to win. I mean, they the have talent. pressure in Philly. I, I, I don't know the, yeah. I don't know the salary cap situation and and what they're going to do, but their front four this year was Brandon Graham, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, Jalen Carter. Hassan Reddick, depth. Um, their linebackers, 
But they didn't know. They had Hassan Reddick. Those guys didn't have great years. Yeah. They got, they got names, but they didn't have great years. Brad but Barry, the year before, they were really good. Again, remember, they lost the coordinator. Had something to do with it. Had, sure. Had to have. But And they had injuries, but, you know, it's just it's one of those bad years. They won, they won 10 of their first 11 games. May, who knows? <laughs> Think Maybe? about that. They won 10 of their first 11 and didn't get to 12 right. wins. <laughs> It's a shocking uh, collapse that, by that. I don't really understand because I didn't follow him that closely. I don't really understand what happened other than my perception is that Jalen was hurt yeah, and didn't was, play up He was banged bar. up throughout the season. And then they did have some injuries. Yeah. But I don't really – it doesn't really sort of explain their complete collapse to me. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot to it, but defensively they just couldn't stop anybody. I mean, you saw what Hal and the commanders did twice against them. Which, which was a red flag. Yes. Yeah, that, and I that, said it at the time as a red flag. Yes. And by the way, we were a red flag for them a couple years ago, too, right? Remember yep. that? Winning we, in Philly. Yeah. Maybe the Eagles are coming in going, hey, your team put us up almost 35 in two games right, against us. Trying to pick his brain. Yeah. Come in and help us out. You know but, what? Uh, that could, you might be onto something. Within the division. I don't know. I still don't think he's the guy, but. What were you gonna, you're looking at me like well, you that, say that something. moral victory. I'm thinking back to that moral victory against the Eagles doesn't look so great anymore. Right. Correct. Now that we learned they weren't that good. True. Correct. 100% they they completely correct. disintegrated. 100% correct. When, when we come back, we'll talk more NFL. We'll be joined by Clark Judge, award-winning NFL writer. We'll talk to him next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Time to head on over to the BetQL guest hotline. Say good morning to Clark Judge, award-winning NFL football writer, Hall of Fame voter. He's a host on TalkOfFame2.com. Clark, thanks for joining us. We appreciate the time. My pleasure. It's nice to be back. 
Yeah, good morning. So we've been talking about a lot of issues, um, coaching-related. Just kind of what's your opinion? You're not in the D.C. market. What are your thoughts on Eric Bieniemy as a coach? He hmm. was interviewed yesterday for the head coaching job here, and he's it's kind of firebrand here, man. A lot of people hate on it, and there's some that really are entrenched and, and, and love the possibility. What are your thoughts? Well, I've got more thoughts on Eric Bieniemy as a player. I used to cover him actually out in San Diego. Um, I, I love Eric Bieniemy. I think he's a, a terrific guy. I don't know much about his coaching day to day, but I certainly was around the Chiefs. Uh, when he was there and, and thought he had the respect of the players and uh, certainly don't argue with the results and what he did there. Since he's come to Washington, I mean, uh, it's been one year, and I, I don't really know what's going on inside that locker room, but this is a guy who does command respect from his peers and from his players. And uh, I think he's a legitimate coaching candidate. I, I wouldn't be shocked if they hired him, uh, but it kind of depends on what the new GM is doing, Adam Peters. And um, I looked at Adam Peters, and, and I, you know, because he's got a defensive background, I kind of thought he might lean in that direction. Um, but you've got you've got really good candidates come through that door there. I know Quinn's been through there, Bobby Slower, Ben Johnson, of course, Eric Bieniemy. Bieniemy knows the situation, however, he's been there, so that to me gives him a leg up. Um, I, I wouldn't be um, disappointed uh, if he got the job. In fact, I, I think give him a chance. Somebody's got to give this guy a chance at some point and in uh, Washington be a logical place. Clark, you mentioned him having the respect of his players there in Kansas City when you covered him. Uh, did any of the players there bristle at his style? Because there was definitely some friction as the way he handled <clears throat> training camp and, and some of his tactics early on in his tenure here in Washington. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't give you, you know, uh, an inside report on because when I go there, I mean, I wasn't covering the team. I was in Kansas City, but I go there for a weekend, and I saw that team a lot. But, um, I, I mean, you're certainly going to have things like that, nothing that I'm aware of. Uh, I know that Andy Reid loves having the guy there, and I was uh, fairly close to Andy in those days, and uh, especially in Philadelphia as well. But, no, I, I don't, I, I don't I remember anything or I'm not aware of anything there. Now, you know, when you're in a locker room, guys, or on the sidelines, there's things that happen all the time that people don't realize, and maybe a camera will catch something. You think, oh, what's going on? It happens so much more than you you know, and and instances within the locker room that aren't reported that you know, and and you know honestly, when I was covering a beat, which was a while ago, and then I moved on to, to covering the league. But when I was covering a beat, you know, for years, I was inside the Chargers and the 49ers, and there were things going on all the time that weren't um, necessarily on TV, but it was sort of part of the, the game. Honestly, there's sort of occupational hazards that people got over. I mean, in 1994, George Seifert benched Steve Young in the fifth game of the fifth game of the season because he was having trouble, and they were getting blown out by Philadelphia. That produced a lot of rancor within the the, the team at that moment. At, at that moment, and that was certainly caught on TV. They ended up going to the Super Bowl and winning it by a lot. Steve Young was an uh, MVP, and, and so um, I, I think some of that's overblown. I I, I just know that Bieniemy's not the kind of guy that um, the people are going to have uh, a, a, a large body of people, at least are going to say, hey, no, you know, he's too harsh. Listen, you know, Tom Coughlin was at New York with the Giants. I was there in 2006. They wanted him fired. The guys that got it to was too tough. And then he said, okay, I'll change. And he did in 2007 when they win the Super Bowl, and then they wanted to put him in the Hall of Fame. So um, that happened. It just it, it happened. Same thing with Vermeil in St. Louis. The players actually mutinied against him, and then they won the Super Bowl next year. Clark, I was perusing some of your columns, and you wrote about Bill Belichick a few weeks ago, and I think it was Fred Taylor 
who was really complimentary of Bill Belichick and was speculating, well, if Dallas Flames out in the playoffs, Bill Belichick might go there. Are you surprised with what transpired in Dallas and that Belichick, we've only heard Atlanta. I haven't heard him really connected with any other jobs. Are you surprised by what's being, you know, what's going down with Bill Belichick? Um, I'm not surprised he doesn't have a job yet. I am surprised that Dallas didn't make a move. I thought they would. I'm not saying I'm, I'm supportive of the move, but I'm just saying I thought they would. I think, you know, Jerry's not getting any younger. He's 81, and he wants to win and win now. And I thought his bottom line is going to be rings. And and so when's the last time they were in a conference championship game? It was 1995. I mean, there's only one team worse, and I think you guys know what that team <laughs> we is. We do know. Um, you know. And so um, – I thought that he would make a move, and I thought he'd make a push for Belichick. I'm not saying I thought it would happen, but I thought it could simply because Parcells was there earlier. Parcells worked with Jerry Jones. He could tell Belichick the good and the bad about it. And um, and if Belichick could, could coexist with him, I thought – I mean, if uh, Parcells could coexist with Jerry Jones, I thought Bill Belichick could too. It didn't work out, and we know why. Um but in terms of that it's not landing anything, I'm not surprised because I'll be honest with you, he's been in Atlanta twice, right? And the thing that strikes me about Bill Belichick or anyone in that position, twofold. One, he also wants to win now because he wants to catch Don Shula. He wants to be the, win, be the winningest coach of all time. Okay, we understand that. So he wants to go somewhere where he can win now. He wants to go somewhere where he can probably be in the playoffs now. And that means you have to have a quality and possibly an elite quarterback. I don't see Atlanta checking in those boxes. I, I don't. So um, I don't know that there's not a team out there that uh, is still playing that might have an opening. And and I'm not saying that's going to happen, but um, you know what, what you know, people speculated and, and I don't, I'm, I'm throwing this out an example. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not. I want to make sure we get this clear, but you know, what if Andy Reid walked away from the job after the season? Well, there's a spot. Right. I mean, what happens in Buffalo? I, I think Sean McDermott will be back, but we don't know. I mean, what happens in those places? So uh, I, I'm not I'm not surprised that, that there hasn't been people jumping off the uh, ledge for Bill Belichick. I mean, he's he's a successful coach, but he, he can be difficult to get along with. And um, and, and I think we, we all know that. You watch the press conferences. Though, that's not necessarily how he is behind the scenes. I'm sure that's not the way he is. But um, he's also a guy who wants a, a lot of power. And, and that makes it tough. He's going to cost you a lot of money. Um, and he's a guy that's going to want to be involved in general manager situations. The one team that does have a vacancy, your listeners would say, is, is the Chargers. And, and I covered that team. A, they don't pay a lot of money. I mean, they're not eager to, to spend over the amounts of money. And, and B, the owner's son is actually the de facto GM. Would he be willing to give up some of that responsibility from Bill Belichick? I'm not sure he would. So that's why I'm not Clark, that's that. interesting that you brought up the Andy Reid. I heard that from somebody. I can't remember where I heard it. It was on a radio interview, and it was someone out in Kansas City, and he said the talk out there is Reid could step down after this, especially if they win, because he his he's got real close relationship with his grandson. His son is in jail mm-hmm. for that car accident yeah. that killed somebody, I believe. And so his grandson, he um, is he's spending a lot of time with his grandson. So he, his thought was, you know what, i got to spend more time with him. So that could be a possibility. It's interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I just uh, with a car accident. I, I'm not sure what happened there. I think the, the uh, victim was paralyzed permanently. Okay, maybe not dead. Yeah, okay. I don't know, but 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 it was it was, it was a bad. bad. It was really he bad. Right, he's in jail. Um, and 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 Andy, I think 
you'd have to know him. Uh, and, and at one point, I knew him really well. Um, spent a lot of time with him. He's a very caring guy who believes, as you know, um, you want to give people second thought, second chances. He's a guy who believes in second chances. He gave Michael Vick a second chance. And I think one of the reasons is because of the hardships that his sons have gone through. And that wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't because I know that the flip side of Andy, that Andy is an individual, not as a coach, very successful coach. Uh, I, I think he, he, he wants, he just wants to be better as uh, a parent and grandparent. And, um, I'm not saying he, he would step away. I, I don't know that. I've heard it. I've heard it. But, right. um, uh, yeah, I, I don't put a lot of stock in a lot of rumors that I hear from uh, everywhere because there's so much out there. But if he were to go, you'd say, whoa, I mean, what would happen there? Um, I don't know. But as I said, that would certainly be a enticing place for a guy like mm-hmm. I want to move on and talk about the games. But quickly, I, I can't resist asking you what also, since we're talking about the coaches and Biennemi and some of these guys, what the the uh, national perception is of Ron Rivera. Because it ain't great here. Everyone likes him as a human. But I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I don't really know that there's any national fallout from that. He is an extraordinarily popular guy. I'll tell you that uh, among the media. They're extraordinarily popular guy. And I know that Philadelphia, I think, is interested in the defensive right. coordinator. If you were hired there, I think they'd be uh, overjoyed there now. And people in Philadelphia aren't happy unless they're unhappy, right? So yeah. um, th- that might not be the case. But um, he's he's enormously popular with the media. And so you haven't seen anyone going after him as they would have other coaches. Um, I think that was a very untenable situation for him in the Dan Snyder years. And I know there was a change this year, but guys, they, two of your best playmakers on defense, they shipped him out. Right? You know? So I, I thought he didn't have a chance. I really didn't think he had a chance there. And, um, and, and so in answer to your question, towards the national media, as far as I know, it's nothing but positive and has been for a long time. All right, uh, before we talk about the games, a couple more names on the oh. coaching stuff. Sorry. Uh, Harbaugh's going to interview with the Chargers again, so this will be multiple mm-hmm. interviews. Um, you've been out in the West Coast for a long time, and you know the Spanos family, I'm yep. sure. They don't like to pay their yep. coaches. Uh, Harbaugh would probably be minimum $15 million a year, uh, I would think. It's close yep. to it. Uh, would Spanos pay that, and would that be a good fit? And then after your thoughts on Harbaugh, Give me your thoughts on why Mike Vrabel isn't high on some of these lists. I, I think he's a good coach. Um, you know, I don't know why he he was fired there in Tennessee. There's rumors that the, that the owner didn't like the way he, that he he was um, lauding the the Patriots lifestyle and, and that organization. Um, so, and why isn't he higher on some of these lists? So Harbaugh and then Vrabel. Sorry, well, he might be. He, he he might be. Listen, guys, everyone's taking their time, and they're taking their time. For numbers of reasons, um, you have to be very patient when you go through these processes. Now, uh, you look at the Patriots and say, well, they weren't. Well, they had this guy on their staff forever, so they knew what they were going to do immediately. Um, I'm talking about Mayo, but um, uh, I think these, uh, unless you have someone that you head over heels for, you, you go through the process. And, and one of the things is, honestly, with the Rooney Rule, you have to go through the process very slowly. Um, and, and so, and for the right reasons. And, and so that's what's going on. At this time, now with Mike Vrabel, I, I would kind of be like you. I, I think he's going to get hired by somebody. Uh, his team's always played hard. Uh, they always are aggressive, physical teams. I, I thought sometimes they had them playing over their heads. So um, I would think he would be hired by somebody. There are a lot of openings right now. In terms of Harbaugh, that's a good question. I mean, I think the Chargers and the Spanoses kind of have a, a gun pointed to their head in one respect. You've got a quarterback that we said was a top 10 
quarterback, maybe top five, you know, two or three years ago, Justin Herbert's gone backwards. Um, and if you'd watched him this year, he wasn't the same guy. Now, their offensive line hasn't been very good for a long time, but that's no excuse for what was happening there. Yeah, they have injuries, but so is every team. Every team has a lot of injuries. Um, to me, you've got to bring somebody in there, whether it's a quarterback's coach, an offensive coordinator, or a head coach that gets him on track because he's the face of the franchise. And Harbaugh would be that guy. There's a groundswell of support for him. Would they pay him? That's a good question because I just said that about Belichick. You know, they're not going to go to Belichick. To be Belichick may command more money, even though he's a lot older and hasn't had the success lately that Harbaugh has. But, but Belichick certainly had success, a lot of it. Um, with Jim Harbaugh, there are a couple questions. One is he's also a guy that um, kind of likes to do his own thing. You'd have to be around him to know him. Um, he's, a, he's a different guy. He's different than his brother. I've known John for a long time, and they're very different people. But they're both enormously successful as head coaches. Jim Harbaugh could get that thing turned around quickly. Why? Because he did it in Michigan. He did it at 49ers. He did it at Stanford. He did it at, UCSD, at USD in, in San Diego. Um, he's got a resume that's almost second to none. Belichick, of course, the same thing. But but here is a younger guy um, who can get your quarterback on track. How involved would he be with the GM situation? I don't know that. Um, I know they like to do his own things out in San Diego. But they had uh, Trent Bal. I mean San Diego, uh, San Francisco. Uh, Trent Balky was there at that time, and so I don't know what the relationship was because I had gone by that time. But um, but but Harbaugh to me is an intriguing candidate. Um, he to me is the most desirable guy out there right now because what do we know about him every place he's been he's won he didn't have to have tom brady he went won every place he was um and so um i think that's gonna be a tough one for him if i had to guess now i'd say the pressure may be too much for them and they'd say okay well okay we will do what we feel is necessary because there's a lot of pressure on them to, to get that thing straight immediately keep in mind you know they're sharing that stadium with another team the other team's getting all the attention the chargers get no attention that way Joined by Clark Judge, Hall of Fame voter, host on TalkOfFame2.com. Wanted to pick your brain real quick about a Hall of Fame vote for Brian Mitchell. He's one of our station mates here. I'm looking at the list of all-purpose yardage leaders in NFL history, and he sits at second on that list. We know that Devin Hester is a Hall of Fame finalist in 2024. What's your viewpoint on Brian Mitchell, and what sort of time frame do you see for him eventually getting into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Yeah, we, I mean, Brian Mitchell is one of my favorite guys. We've had him on our – we had a Talk of Big Network uh, program for years that we had him on there, and, and I love Brian Mitchell, and I certainly remember him and watched him many times. Um, he could do anything, include if you need a, a quarterback, he can play quarterback too. He's, he's a jack of all trades, and he's, he's a master of all, actually. Um, but um, it's very tough, guys, for specialists to get in the pro football thing. Very tough. So how many do we know that are in there? Jan Stenner is in there. Okay, he's a kicker. Morton Anderson is in there. He was the two-time all-decade. That means he was a two-time all-decade performer. It means the best in his position for 20 years um, and was, at the time, the all-time leading scorer. Took him a long time to get in. So shout out to Ray Guy. I don't know if you guys are too young to remember Ray no, Guy. Remember, but, oh, remember. Definitely remember. We're old, bro. We're old. <laughs> Yeah, well, Ray, well, I watched Ray Guy as a player. I didn't cover him, but I watched him as a player. Ray Guy was the dominant punter. took him 25 years to get in. It's very tough for specialists to get in. Talk to people in Buffalo. They want Steve Tasker in. And Steve Tasker's been uh, a semifinalist for a long time. Hasn't crossed the bridge and, 
and probably won't because it's so tough. Now, Devin Hester, a little bit different because Devin Hester was the all-time leading return specialist in terms of touchdowns. He had 20, and we know what he did as a punt returner and what he did as a kickoff returner and how teams kicked away from him and everything. And also, he was a guy who was recent, so that helps his case. He's a finalist now. Uh, we did actually um, uh, talk about the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame finalists. We had a vote this past week. We did it remotely. Um, and those results will be released on February 8th, I think, is the, uh, the uh, NFL um, honor show. But Brian Mitchell is a guy who does deserve to be in the room um, and is probably running out of modern era eligibility at this point. I don't know. I mean, I have to look at it. But you get 20 years of modern era eligibility, then you move into the seniors pile, and, and that's very tough to get out of. But I'd love to see him get in there in terms of the odds. The odds are very long that he'll be a finalist ever. The odds are very long. And it's simply because we just, for whatever reason, aren't we don't warm up to them. And, and we should. I mean, there's been talk about should we create a separate category for specialists? And, and the answer was no, we're not going to. But I'm a big, big Ryan Mitchell supporter. I think there's only one guy who's got more yards. That's Jerry, right? Yep, Jerry that's Rice. It. That's the only guy ahead of him. Yep. Guy, well, Jerry Rice. Yeah, so, so Jerry's – I mean, I've covered Jerry for years on San Francisco. Um, so that, that in and of itself demands that he have at least a conversation. Um, but we haven't had it yet. Clark, thanks so much for the time. We always appreciate it. It's Clark Judge, Hall of Fame voter, host on TalkOfFame2.com. We'll have you on again soon. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. No yep. questions about the game. Hey, I know. Oh, no, we, we didn't get to it. We ran out. You want to make your predictions? Yeah, real quick. Yeah, the 49ers and the Ravens. That's easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, All right, right Clark, makes sense. Th- thanks again, man. We appreciate the you time. You got it, guys. See All right, buddy. Bank local, cheer local. Oh, he said that's local. easy. <laughs> Bank like local, that. cheer local, and business. Every day is game day. Business is always moving up or down, but never still. That's why the Main Street Bank team treats every day like game day. Main Street Bank is a business-focused community bank, proudly serving the DMV since 2004. Visit M Street Bank. Dot com to learn how to put our team in your office. Main Street Bank, member FDIC, equal housing opportunity. Line. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Since we're doing more complaining than usual today, I'm going to jump on the pile. Last night, I went to a high school hoops game between Mm -hmm. Magruder and Springbrook at Springbrook High School in Silver Spring. 7.15 tip. I believe that's where Sean Springs went to high school. I believe that's correct. Yes, you're correct on that. 7.15 tip. Little outside of my comfort zone. That's kind of late. Means I'm going to be home like 9. Not going to be in bed till like 9.30, 9.45. Anyway, wanted to go to the game. My daughter wanted to go to a game. We met. It's kind of in the middle between College Park and where I live. Game was fine. Colonels lost a close one. 
the good guys lost. It's okay. It's fine. Hmm. My complaint, and maybe this is just an old guy complaint. I can't stand the the buzzer that they, that they it is so obnoxiously loud. So loud. It, it's way louder and more obnoxious than that. Like anytime there's substitution <laughs> or stoppage, maybe I was sitting too close to the scoreboard. Mm. <laughs> that I, is annoying. It's just that's I find you it's easily complaining. Complaint. I but understand, it, but it's it's but annoying. I, I mean, I was turning to my daughter. And I was like, "This is the loudest. This is the loudest buzzer." I'm like, and yeah. I'm I'm losing my hearing. So right. how loud is it for people that, that have full 100 percent use of their ears? I'm yeah, right. probably at a 70 percent clip at best right. at this point. How loud is it for those people who don't have hearing damage yet? <laughs> oh, I don't, I almost had to leave. You are an old man. <laughs> I almost had That's to leave. That's a ridiculous Three complaint. quarters of the way no, through the game. Uh, an, an obnoxiously loud. It's a loud. standard thing. I was at a wrestling meet last night for oh, almost three hours. I'm with you. It was tilting. And the buzzer goes off all the time. It's not a big deal. It was a big deal. Cakes, I'm with you. It was a big deal last Team, night. That's, um, that's annoying. They, you know what? Can we come up with a, a less obnoxious buzzer to be used at high school events that's right there has to be something that's more pleasing to your ear palate than that noise right i'm with you sorry i just had to get it off well they're probably different at at every gym you know what i don't think magruder's buzzer is as obnoxious as the one at spring they're different at every gym i mean all the systems are a little bit different right yeah yeah. and i and while i'm complaining it's probably a minor league system again this this is a, a trend not only in but high school spring this, right? this is everywhere mm-hmm. this is everywhere tickets on your phone mm-hmm. are the worst. The, they are the devil i know mm. tickets on your phone I've are the devil i've gotten used to it i've gotten used to it but so i i have to of course buy scan tickets scan it is it they don't no. even take money at these events they don't events. take money you no. have to you have to buy it you have to app, scan whatever. it on the qr code you and have, yep, yep. you have to buy them and then you hand the phone to the to, to the nice woman who barely knows that you know PCs even exist at this point, and she's got a stylus and she's she's tapping on my <laughs> right. phone. I know. And it's Except just like, ticket. Uh, 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 I, paper tickets. I know I'm uh, sounding like the oldest guy on the planet. I'm, I'm a with dinosaur. you though. I'm with you. Please just take my paper tickets or take my my five dollar U.S. currency made of paper again, and please just give me the stamp and let me into the game. I, I bet I, you don't have, it, know the answer. How are we giving away tickets? For 106.7 The Fan versus the Team 980. Uh, and are those paper tickets? Uh, <laughs> it's a great question, JP. I don't know the answer, but if I had to guess, I'm going to guess it's some form of ticket on your phone. But, uh, Drab, you can help me out with that. Are, are, do you know? Do you know what form no, the tickets I, I, take? I don't know. Probably sent to your email. Don't know if you print them. Probably, yeah. Has to who? Be. Like the, the tickets for the 106.7 The Fan versus uh-huh. Team 980 night. The tickets, uh, my workaround 90% of the time is I just screen cap them. Or, you know what I mean? Screenshot. Well, yeah. Screenshot. I won't get you into like Capital One. And that's the, that's the problem. Them. The Capital One where they have the yeah. waving thing. Got to move yeah. it to the old that's, Apple wallet. That's yep. more annoying. Yep. I and agree. That's exactly what I was going to say. Know, do you understand the. I hate it. The just I hate it. Tension, Such another thing I hate. The tension that I felt the last I time I was at list. Capital One when I had my tickets on my phone. Mm-hmm. I had everybody's tickets, five, I think five people attending the event. And I was the tip of the spear. I was the first person in line. And I had to give my phone to an 80-year-old lady who doesn't even know that cell phones exist. And I was like, why don't you just scan it like, underneath the machine? I did, but I'm gonna, I, I was like, I'm going to be holding up the entire line. 
Just because I can't, I can't hand somebody a physical ticket. Sorry, rant rant done. I've gotten used to it. I used to really be terrified of it for flights because I get everything on my phone, and I'm just like, what if my phone dies? Right. Right. You know, like I get, I get in this weird panic. But I, I've gotten used to it. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Anytime you ask RJ or, or Van Stone or anybody, God bless them, they're so yeah. kind to us. But they send you the tickets, and then you got to figure out, okay, if, how do I forward these to my brother? Or how mm-hmm. do I, you know, and I make sure it works. And It always does. Yeah, it always works. It always does. But I'm with you. Mm. I, I'm with you. What, what I hate, let's go, just keep on the hate <laughs> today, the hate show. I hate Eminem. I hate that. <laughs> and here's why. Okay. I really like him as a rapper. Like, yeah. you know, when he was relevant, he's doing this dye beard bit okay. that is so annoying. <laughs> like, how can you not know that you look ridiculous? <laughs> His beard is, Eminem is over 50. Yes. Okay? He's yeah. 53? Is he our age? He might be our age, but he, I know he's over 50. Mm-hmm. That beard is so dark. Like, an 18-year-old wouldn't have it that dark. Like, right. No one actually has hair that dark. It's black like... Charcoal. Like, nobody has hair that black. It's black. What are you doing? He's been doing it for several years now. Correct. And I, and I, at first I thought. I believe in his rap battle with Machine Gun Kelly. Which, Machine by the Gun way, Kelly joned on his beard. <laughs> oh, he did. His beard is so bad, dude. Should I, should I dye my No, you look beard great. All in black. You look great. This is normal. Yeah, it's normal. I have a normal. little bit gray here, but mostly black. No, no. Mostly his dark. is so black. It's like when you see an old guy, just like, dec- you know, just old, way older than us. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about old, old. Uh, right. Okay, like, like 80s? Old. I'm talking, talking about like 70s like or 80s? Like 75 rating, they yeah. got jet black hair. Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, uh, yeah. You, just, you look ridiculous. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I saw online people saying the same thing about Tony Romo. Doesn't bother me. There's a lot what, of, there's... I, I like Tony Romo. But I guess he dyes Is his he hair. Dye it? Yeah. If you look at it. I can understand if you're a TV announcer. I assume Jim Nance dyes his hair. Has to, yeah, right. Bob Barker did for years, and then he had the reveal. The weird bit is Stern always said for years that he didn't dye his hair. It was so dumb, and it was like, dude, you have you have you have you have gray hair, you got gray eyebrows, you got gray everywhere, but you're claiming your hair's not dyed. I mean, what a liar. Um, yeah, I don't know. This bugs me when I see that. I'm super annoyed. It's like. Why are you doing? Didn't it? you dye your hair at one point? I lost a bet and we did it on the show. Remember? <laughs> and it looked like green. Yeah, I do remember it, that. It, it, it was, was a bad dye job. It was horrific. Um, I'm intrigued. I said by the uh, there are these gray reversing shampoos or bars. Ah, they pop up. All my old man t- stuff, you know, pops up in your algorithm. Listen, and part- that one intrigues me because it's just like you just take a shower with this bar and it says in a couple weeks you're it's gray reversing. I've always maintained this, and you guys disagree, but I think if we did a poll of women, you would find out. The men are the ones that break your balls about gray hair more than anything. Women don't mind it. I, I, I swear by that. I don't um, think most women care. They don't care. They're way deeper. Well, but yeah. I've gotten to the point, and I didn't mind it, but I've gotten to the point now where I'm so gray <laughs> that it just makes me feel 100. Like, I didn't mind before where I was half gray. But now that I'm so great, I will acknowledge it bothers me. And that's why we're a hack. What about when it goes white when you're 35 like Valdez? I'm 36. <laughs> I mean, he's still there. got a mix. He's, just he's got a lot of gray. Beyond premature grain. He's, got a, he's still got a mix, but he's heading there. 
My bud, a good friend of mine is is, is younger on, than Valdez. Same I'm on thing. the inside track. Hey, speaking of uh, getting your hair colored, <clears throat> did you you know I made this bet with Awad? I told him during the season that if the Ravens won the Super Bowl, <laughs> that I would go down to Richmond and he can dye my hair purple like OBJ had at the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. Nice. He could do that on air. Who'd you say that to? Awad. Awad. Okay. So you're I, pretty close. Probably. Yeah. Oh, get to the Super Bowl or win it. Win the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, but that's a happy dye job. Oh yeah, you're. So hold you're on. So you're gonna actually do that? Yeah. He's a man of honor. He's he shaved his head, I, right? No. You, you shaved your head on this show. Well, not on this. I, it's because it was during COVID, and my hair was growing so crazy. <laughs> I tried to get myself a, a self haircut, and I butchered my hair. <laughs> yeah. And, and I ended up just lopping it all right. off. I forget. I just remember at one I point you, you had because you had the the issue with the dermatitis or whatever. No, 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 no. no but I, he had you know like the King Kong Bundy dome. No, that was that was during COVID. I messed up my haircut, and then. I just had to get rid of it. But but if the Ravens win, I got to drive down to Richmond, go on air, do Awad's show, and then he'll dye my hair purple like I'm OBJ. So you were almost in a situation. Luckily, we, we made it just for one week where you would have been doomed either way if you win or lose. Could have got a tattoo that says Lamar's booty on your butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or well, I wasn't worried about hair. that. I wasn't worried about that. I would have been more worried about that than hey, dying you look like hair. a Monroe St. Brown from the Lions. He dyed his hair blue. It's super blue. So I'll be walking around with purple hair for a <laughs> yeah, couple, yes, couple weeks. <laughs> I love it. Are you going to wear a hat every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, how can I? Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's walking around in downtown Baltimore. It would actually make sense. I'm kind of rooting Here? for the Ravens to win now. <laughs> right. I think you should. Right. All right. When we come back, we are going to talk Pretty some fun. commanders. Mel Kuyper's put out his first mock draft. His number two pick for the Commanders isn't who you think it is. We'll tell you who it is next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.